Good morning, everybody. This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the United States of America, specifically the Northwest corner of Illinois, the People's Republic of Illinois. Welcome. Glad you could be here. Be ready to be encouraged, to ed be edified, to be uh, spoken to about the creation, the way in which we got here, the way in which we encourage you to believe and trust in the Almighty God who designed you, who gave you life. And the other side would be to uh, believe in death, believe that we got here through a series of death events over a long period of time. But let's start with this, Come Together. This is the song that, that I like to open with by a group called Third Day. And it says this, you can call me crazy, you can all call me crazy for the things that I might say. You can laugh all you want to. Yeah, I know there will come a day, though, when we will all come together and learn to set aside our hate. If we could learn to love our neighbors, yeah, we would, just like we love ourselves. We've got to come together, because in the end, we can make it all right. And it goes on from there, but it's it's a, a way, obviously, to, to uh, give folks some... Um, food to chew on that, um, you know, you can call me crazy. I don't care. I've, I've looked at, at all these things after being on this planet for about 55 years uh, to great lengths. Um, you know, when I went to public high school, they taught evolution like it was uh, religion. And it really is the religion of the folks who don't want to trust in God. It really has become just that, what it claims to be, really, um, the anti-God religion. And what's funny to me is when you look at our country, when you look at the United States of America, the purpose that the founders wanted to separate the authority of the church and the authority of the state the whole purpose behind that was so we didn't have a government-sponsored religion. And here, some, you know, a few hundred years later, we have a government-sponsored religion. And it is the religion of evolution, the religion of a faith-based belief that we somehow got here by random chance, that all this intricate design that you see in humans, intricate design you see in the animal kinds, the plant kinds, the earth itself, you know, the earth itself supposedly was a bunch of gas collapsing around itself and formed all these elements, formed all the mountains, all the seas, all the sand, all the dirt, all the gold, all the iron, all the, and you go on and on. And then somehow miraculously plants came out of that, miraculously human beings and other animal life and all this stuff came out of that. It is the biggest stinking fairy tale that anybody's ever told anybody. And yet millions of people put their faith and trust that that is somehow scientific. Give me a break, folks. I'm sorry. That is a faith-based religion. It is a religious enterprise, a religious activity. And you who put your faith and trust in that, please examine. Examine the truth. They have no proof. They hold up these dating methods like they're some, you know, act of God itself, that it cannot be questions, that it cannot be, and yet they're making all kinds of assumptions about things when they do that. 
And I think, you know, the fossil record proves outright that there was no such thing. You don't see, even in this life, do you look around and see things that are advancing somehow, you know, changing shape, changing form, changing into new kinds? You know, the uh, priests of the religion of evolution, supposed scientists will say, oh, it's too slow. You can't see it. Well, if you can't see it, then really, if you can't observe it, how can you know it's there? Science is supposed to be about observation, about finding truth and, you know, conducting experiments and you can measure the results. But they left science a long time ago. Uh, with the subject of evolution. It is about basically um, trying to prove that God doesn't exist or that we can find another way to do this ourselves. And I think a lot of that stems from the fact that we were designed by God. We were given inherent attributes um, that God designed into us that makes us want to be more than we are, that makes us want to be um design things and do things and investigate things and i think that's just part of his nature maybe at one point i don't know um but he has given us that capacity and so we do we design things we build things we investigate things but it also lends itself to making us want to be our own god and in that light we don't want to adhere to another god we don't want to subject ourselves to someone else's authority uh, a lot of us have a hard time with that i do i know i do I, I have a hard time with authority sometimes especially when i don't agree with it and you know there were many years that i wouldn't say I'd, i didn't agree with god i just didn't care i didn't care what he had to say um and all that so it's it's just kind of you know it's the life that i've lived but <coughs> excuse me <clears throat> Let's take a look at, at the starting point for everything. We've been, we looked uh, in our last message, we talked about the days of creation. But when you keep going on, the, there, there's a book called the Bible, folks. And that's where all the answers are. All the answers to everything you ever wanted to know are in that book. And it's the book God gave us through a series of writers over a long period of time. And... You know, there's some discussion about what books, there's still some books like the Catholic Bible is a little bit different than um, the Protestant Bible. And I would probably argue for the Protestant Bible because I think some of the, the stuff in the Catholic Bible probably shouldn't be there. But regardless, there are some inherent truths about the Bible and about Scripture that if you don't believe, I don't, I don't see how you can really be trusting in the, in the one true God. And one of those beliefs is in creation, is in he created us in six days, just like he said in the Bible. And there's plenty of proof uh, around that idea in the life that we see today. But it's the same inference true proof or the same proof that the other guys use to try and prove evolution. You can't go back and observe. I can't go back and tell you that, hey, I was there you know, 6,000 plus years ago when God created everything and brought all this together. But the evolution, evolutionists can't tell you, hey, I was there 15 billion years ago and it all went boom, right? So we're both 
going from a standpoint of faith. And that's what troubles me more than anything about the fact that they teach evolution in public schools like it's fact and is the furthest thing from that. You know, just because a bunch of people say that COVID-19 is going to kill everybody and you need to take this shot doesn't mean it's the best thing for you to do. So people, because of the fall, are inherently evil. And if they don't have a moral compass found on objective truth through the word of God, they're going to be lost. And they're, they're going to fall into uh, things and trust in voices and things that, that they shouldn't trust in, to be frank. So let's go to God's word. Uh, these are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. When no bush of the field was yet in the land and no small plant of the field was yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the land and there was no man to work the ground. And a mist was going up from the land and was watering the whole face of the ground. And then the Lord God formed the man of uh, dust and from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living creature. So that is how man got here. It wasn't stuff that formed out of a bowl of soup billions of years ago and became one thing and then another and then another and then another. And all of a sudden you had a man. That is a joke, it's a fallacy, it's a fantasy. It's a fairy tale, right? You know what fairy tales are? They're things that people tell people to make somebody feel better. Well, I don't know how that makes anybody feel better, but... Verse 8, And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden, in the east, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord God made, a spring, made it spring up every tree that is pleasant to sight and good for food and the tree of life was in the midst of the garden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The river flowed out of Eden to water the garden, and there it divided and became four rivers. The name of the first is Pishon. It is the one that flowed around the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold, and the gold of that land is good. Belium and onyx stone are there. These are all things that God created and gave us. The name of the second river is Gihon. It is the one that flowed around the whole land of Cush. And the name of the third river is the Tigris, which flows out of Assyria. And the fourth river is the Euphrates. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For the day you eat of it, you shall surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good for the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. Now out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the heavens and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called the living creature, it was his name. Man gave names to all livestock and the birds of the heavens and every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not a, a helper found fit for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man. And while he slept, he took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man he made into a woman. And brought her to the man. The man said, This is at last bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She should be called woman because she was taken out of the man. Therefore the man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. So he designed the woman to perfectly fit the man. And I don't see any other genders there. I don't see any other uh, things that God made 
within the humankind that, uh, you know, and God doesn't make mistakes, people. You know, when, when you came into this life, you have purpose. You have a, a inherent value because God gave you life. And all the things that, that we see nowadays, uh, 6,700 genders and all this other gobbledygook, is, it stems directly from what you believe. If you don't believe that God created you, then all bets are off. You could believe just about anything, right? I mean, there's no, uh, there's no reason to have any purpose in this life. There's no reason to believe that you shouldn't be able to go out and, and do whatever you want. Who needs to get married? Who needs to take care of their children? Who needs to hold a steady job and be responsible? What, what purpose is there in all of that? Why do I need to do that? Why can't I sit home and play video games all day? You know, what, what is the harm in that? There's a lot of questions that, that will be caused by what you believe. What do you believe? Because it, it permeates into everything that you do with your life. If your life is going to have meaning, if it's going to have... Uh, some sort of uh, value to it, it's going to stem from the objective truth of God. And people, I know uh, these people who are supposed thinkers, who, I'm sorry, you, you can't think without first fearing God. The beginning of wisdom is fearing the Lord. Fearing the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That's what the Bible teaches, and I believe that. And if you don't fear God, you can't have wisdom. You will not come from a standpoint of wisdom and truth because you can't. It's not possible. So in thinking about that, let me encourage you with this. Lord God Almighty, I pray that anyone that hears this today would question their belief in evolution if that is what they currently believe and would search out your word. And, and ask you, Lord, to give them insight, to give them understanding, that they would learn to fear you properly, that they would learn to hope in you instead of hoping in themselves, instead of hoping in this life, that this is all there is. Please, Lord, help us all. Help me be stronger in the faith that you've, that you've helped me come to believe in and see what is real, what is true. And I pray you would help anybody that, that hears this word. That you did create everything. That you created man, male, and female. And that's it. And that's all that it should be. And anybody that thinks differently, we need to help them. We need to help them have better understanding of what you've done to give us life. Thank you, Lord, and praise you in Jesus' name. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.
you look for the small things like me and her on a porch swing. For summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings if I still got breath in these lungs. And that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done. For my mom, for my friends, for your love that never ends. For the songs that make us dance, all the soldiers.